Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The lights are out. Curry gets it, the lights go out. The game is over, and we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. McDermott. Hands off up to Murray. Murray off a screen. Pass knocked down. Saved by Gary Payton to Moody to Kaminga for a breakaway. Goes up and slams at the windmill dunk for Kaminga. <laughs> and listen to the Warrior fans here deep in the heart of Texas. Deep in the heart of Texas. Without their full complement of players. What a win for the Golden State Warriors. I mean, truly. Just a fantastic victory. I hope people didn't check out because it looked like it might be checkout time at one point. Did it not? I mean, I guess I couldn't blame you. You've been here a couple hours. None of the big names are playing. All of a sudden, let's see, where did it get really bad? Warriors were down 15 to start the fourth quarter by what they did. They, they 11 with eight minutes to go 12 with a little over eight minutes to go. I mean, I guess I could have forgiven you for tuning out, but if you did, you missed a good one, folks. And just, you know, on Twitter before the game, I called it a, let's see if we can try to see the future game. And I think you can. I think you really can. I'll tell you what, tonight's game made me think even more of the possibilities for Moses Moody than I think I previously thought. I mean, his rebounding was great. His defense was really quite good. His three-point shooting over these last two games has been spectacular. And now that he looks comfortable, I mean, what can't that kid do? Such long arms. He's only going to get stronger, and he's pretty strong right now for 19. Both of these guys, Kaminga and Moody, are pretty amazing physical specimens for 19. Just filled out more than most 19-year-olds. Even most 19-year-olds we've seen drafted into the NBA strong dudes 
And I think we saw that from both of them tonight. And look, Kaminga worked himself into a really good game. It was a beautiful thing to see. It's it's a, you know, you heard RC say it if you were listening to, by the way, 888-957-9570. Don't let me get carried away. You weigh in. What did you think? Young guys getting it done. A couple big plays from Gary Payton. Five steals in 17 minutes. Get out of here. Hopefully, everything fine with his leg. I saw a lot of people speculating that it may, in fact, have just been a cramp. He was walking uh, okay. I don't know if we'll hear from Steve Kerr on that. Hopefully, it's just a cramp. Obviously, they weren't going to chance putting him back in, even if it was just a cramp, because the team was playing well. D. Lee with a great performance tonight. All the guys that you would want to step up, stepped up. And Jordan Poole, look, man, he didn't have a great shooting night. But another guy who worked himself into, look, it's going to be a volume shooting affair if he's the best player available, which I think he was tonight. And... He's not having a great shooting night. But 9 of 24, 4 of 13, it's honestly not the end of the world. And maybe more to the point, with all of that, managed five assists, six rebounds, only turned it over one time. I think, other than some missed shots, did a really nice job of running things throughout the game. And and really what it came down to is in the fourth quarter, the... I don't want to say the effort level changed, but it seemed like there was a ratcheting up of intensity from the Warriors, particularly on the defensive end. I mean, the Spurs still end up shooting 55% for the game, uh, almost 50 from three, but they missed a lot of threes in the fourth, and I don't think that was pure coincidence. I do think the Warriors' defensive effort and engagement, if you will, was better in the fourth quarter. But let me know, 888-957-9570. What was the thing that made you the most excited about tonight's game? I mean, look, a win is fine, but I think you can tell by the way that the team was reacting on the bench that the win was just icing on the cake for them tonight. They they more or less said, we don't need to chase this one win the minute they gave you the inactives. So, I, I, I think, yeah, the win's nice. But of the non-win things, what are the things that excited you the most? Is it the way Kaminga got himself going and, and absolutely dominated the fourth quarter? Your 19-year-old, you know, cross-your-fingers potential future superstar dominated the fourth quarter of an NBA basketball game. That's very exciting, I think. In the fourth quarter alone, Kaminga was plus 17. He had 14 points and two rebounds, only one turnover. And he was just attacking. Six of nine from the field hit one of his two threes, just attacking and attacking and attacking. And that that spin move he had, I mean, look, he's a little sloppy sometimes. But he's such a force athletically that as he starts to clean that sloppiness up a bit, and I do think he will, 
God, it's exciting to imagine what he'll be able to do. I mean, the, the things he can already do. You know, it's funny. One of his best plays tonight, I thought, was the defense against DeJounte Murray on that shot late that DeJounte hit right in his face. But he was absolutely right there. It was just a tremendous offensive play. And watching this kid thrive on defense, watching what he can do physically on offense, I find that incredibly exciting. But for me tonight, I mean, I already knew Kaminga was capable of that stuff. I think for me tonight, the guy who's more exciting is Moses Moody. Because he has really, over the last two games, gotten the opportunity to show and I think he has shown that he's ready. Like, this is a guy. And look, I don't want to keep harping on this. And I don't want to make it a negative thing on a, on a great, positive night. We'll talk about all the great stuff. Jordan Poole, too. But I do think this was another game where a big man would have helped. And... Again, we've been through this. The only way to get a big man is to give up some of that wing depth. And if Moses Moody is ready to play and give you minutes that help you win, and the guy I saw over the last two nights looks like that guy, I I think you have to consider the possibilities of moving on from one of the three guys we've talked about. Lee, JTA, or Bielitsa. I mean, it's sort of unthinkable to move on from Bielitsa after the way that you're started with him. At the same time, he hasn't been as good lately. Otto Porter's taken a lot of his minutes, and, and if you're going to add a big, uh, you know, a lot of his minutes are coming because he is the best option for center a certain amount of the time. And if you're going to get a more legitimate five to play those minutes, it's hard to see where Bielitsa would play much. And look, they've said they don't want to do it. I understand the perspective of sticking with what you've got. But boy, again, I you know, I was surprised that Looney played tonight. Obviously, he didn't play as much as some of the other young guys. Remember, Looney is technically a young guy. But Bob Myers even said it on our morning show. And I believe we'll hear from Bob Myers a little later on in Warriors wrap-up. But Looney has to stay healthy. Or they're in real deep trouble uh, at the big position. But let's put that aside because tonight, excuse me, tonight it it should really be about a great win for a young group that I think it's tantalizing what this, uh, you know, portends for the future. Kaminga, Moody, and Poole combining for what? 70 points, the three of them. Another 21 from D. Lee, who, again, was just really awesome tonight in just about every way and sort of playing the role of a veteran leader uh, among this group. and, And the way Jordan Poole got the 31 on a night where he wasn't having it, by the way, got to the free throw line nine times and, of course, hit all of them. Warriors hit 18 to 18 tonight. But Jordan Poole did... What they needed him to do in a lot of ways, you know, 
I, I I thought this was a really solid performance for him as well, even if the shooting percentage doesn't look as good as you'd like. 888-957-9570. Let's hit the phone lines, and we'll start with Sean in the city. What's happening, Sean? How's it going, man? Um, yeah, I was listening to you, I believe, last week, and uh, you are talking about getting either rid of uh, Chioza, D. Lee or uh, Juan, but I, I think the way that we just to be I, clear, I, I I never I never the whole thing with Chioza, and I've said this if I've said it once, I've said it a dozen times. That's a two way contract slot. So if we're talking about a big that you want to be able to play for you in relevant moments, that's probably not going to get it done. But go ahead. No, 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 of course, and. And my point is, if we're gonna if we're gonna get Wiseman back for free, like the potential that Kaminga showed tonight and Moody, I think I think he's just the missing piece. I think I think team chemistry is like being overlooked here, and I think we we have what we need right when uh, Wiseman comes back. So let me know what you think about that, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if you have utter confidence that you're going to get something worthwhile from James Wiseman this year, then you could feel that way. I don't share that confidence. In fact, with every day that passes and, you know, no, really no new news comes out with regards to him, I don't know how we're supposed to believe that he's going to be a factor at all this year. You know, they've already talked about when he does return, he'll go to the G League. They've also said, you know, when he is cleared for contact, it'll be a while. And all the while, the only real update we've gotten since December when it was originally supposed to be a potential return, the only update we've gotten is that he also had another surgery. So I just don't know. And I'm not trying to be skeptical. I wish we were going to see him. I've been largely optimistic about James Wiseman, but that's the whole point, right? In order to believe everything is fine for for the Warriors at the big position, you have to kind of believe some things that aren't necessarily likely. For instance, James Wiseman is going to come back and be a factor, or... You know, Kavon Looney is going to hold up entirely through the whole season playing every night and then into the playoffs. And when we need him for big minutes in the playoffs, he's going to be good to go. Uh, For instance, that Draymond Green uh, physically can hold up, you know, with a back issue to playing as much against really, really big guys, much bigger guys than he is, uh, as often as he's been asked to. I think, again... These are these are small relative to most NBA teams. These are the little things. These are essentially good problems because what we're talking about is to win an NBA championship. And I think that's what people need to understand when I talk about this stuff. I'm not just I I don't have some vindictive uh bent towards Bielitsa or D. Lee. I really, I wouldn't, I think I've probably made this clear. I, I like Juan too much. I, I couldn't let go. Um, and I really like Damian Lee as well. I just look at the roster and he and Bielitsa are probably the only two options in my book 
And maybe for some people that means only Bielitsa is an option. And, and maybe it's better to just roll with Bielitsa than to even toy with the idea of a buyout guy or some sort of weird trade that gets you a big. Because after what I've seen, especially over the last couple of days, I'm not especially interested in trading Kaminga or Moody. Certainly not Kaminga, probably not Moody. I don't believe you get the value that you ought to for that guy right now. I think he has a chance to be really good. You know, borderline all-star good. And I just... I look at all of the things you're counting on between Looney's health and Draymond's health and Wiseman's health. Just the health things alone. Never mind, even if all of those guys are healthy, you still don't exactly have an experienced defensive player over 6'10". So, you know. And look, I'm not saying you're going to get a huge haul if you're trying to trade someone like Damian Lee or Bielitsa. I'm saying if someone ends up on the buyout market or if you can somehow trade a draft pick or what have you for a big or someone's trying to get out from under it, whatever it is maybe those are the roster spots I would look at. And someone asked, could they just scrap Wiseman's season and use the injured player exemption? That I don't see them doing because I I can't imagine they're going to do anything that artificially slows down this kid's development at this point. He's been through enough. I would imagine if they can get him on an NBA or at least a G League floor this year, they want to do that. And I don't believe they could do the injured player exemption and then play him in the G League. So, no, I don't think that's a possibility. But these are big ifs to count on, as a couple texters have said. 907, Warriors should just use bench players when they play teams like OKC, New Orleans, and Sacramento. It'll be a win-win. I don't think we're too far from that. You know, I, I look, I think it depends how they play over the next couple weeks, but... We're, what, basically two-thirds into the season. Getting right up on the two-thirds mark. Let's see, 39 and 13. So you're 52 games into the season. 26, 78. Yeah, I mean, a little less than the two-thirds way. Two-thirds, uh, two-thirds way. A little less than the two-thirds mark, point of the season, whatever you want to call it. So as you get down near 10 or 15 games left, if you're very clearly in a specific position, you know, look, I think part of it depends how well Phoenix plays as well, because if they just keep winning every single night, you're going to effectively give up on the one seed at a certain point. But I don't think we're too far away, because, look, if it's between the second and third seed, as much as you'd like to have home court advantage against Memphis, if you get there, you'll live p- playing on the road if it means all your veteran players are that much healthier and fresher. So, I no, I, I think that's a good point, and I really don't think we're too far away, certainly from back ends of back-to-backs on the road being looked at as development nights. I think it is 
I think it's an exciting thing. 510, Kaminga and Moody, they're a lot of fun to watch. Let's go back to the phone lines. If you want to weigh in, 888-957-9570. We got a little more time to talk dubs, and we'll also hear from Steve Kerr and Jonathan Kaminga. But before we hit this break, Dre in Lamore. What's happening, Dre? Hey, that was a great game. San Antonio was hot the first three quarters. I really can't blame the Warriors' defense. They were in their face. Sometimes a team gets hot. Got to give the Warriors credit. They kept playing good defense in that fourth quarter, and that bucket got a little smaller on San Antonio, and um, the Warriors did their thing. Moody looked great. Kaminga looked good. As always, Looney looked great. You brought up a good point. How long can he hold this up every night? He technically is the only big guy we got. But I just want to say our Warriors are deep. The dubs are very deep. Maybe not at the center spot, but the future looks bright. The present looks bright. I like what I saw. That was a resilient effort. Go dubs. Yeah. Thanks, Dre. And listen, a lot of people were skeptical when the Warriors talked about developing and winning at the same time, competing for a title and preparing for the future simultaneously. And I think ordinarily that is a fool's errand, but because of the unique position they were put in and the particular assets they were given, I think it's a real possibility for them. And and whether or not it works is obviously still to be determined. There are a lot of things that could, first of all, determine success or failure. It's hard to know how to grade that, but Whatever your grade is, it's incomplete right now. Whatever your grading scale is, the, the, the current grade is incomplete. But I think at least you can start to see the picture of how it could work based on the way some of the young guys had played and the way, you know, the older guys show that they probably still have it. Now, will it all come together just right? Uh, Look, it's hard to win a title in in, in any of these leagues, you know? But I think you can see how it might. And maybe mileage varies on on how satisfying that is. But it's better than most teams are looking at, if we're just going to be totally honest. We'll keep talking, Dubs. 888-957-9570 if you want to jump in on the phone lines or the text line. Same number, same easy way to get in touch. 888 And Steve Kerr and Jonathan Kaminga both speaking after this one. So we will take a listen. I'm Matt Kolsky. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kaminga drives up hurdle. Baseball pass to Moody. No look to Chioza. Open but doesn't shoot. Down the lane. Finds a man on the right wing. Pump fake Kaminga. Baseline spins. Gets by White on the second attempt. Pump fake locked up. Feeds Moody. Pump fake takes a contested three. Good! Moody knocked it down. What a sequence that was. And Golden State trails by two. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95-7 The Game. Here's Matt Kolsky. Young guys doing it. It was fun to watch tonight. It really was. It gives you a picture of the future of what it could be. And while we're talking about the future, one guy definitely a part of that, Jordan Poole. And although his shooting percentage tonight may not have been great, he did hit a very big shot, and that will be our shot of the game presented by the County of Santa Clara. Here it is. Leaves it in the corner. Jumper on the way. No good. Rebound tipped by Damian Lee. Grabbed by Murray. Stolen back by Moody. Gets it outside to Lee to pull in the corner for three. Good! It's good! Warriors take a 122-120 lead. It's madness in San Antonio. Effectively, the game-winning shot from Jordan Poole, and it was a good one. What a game. What fun tonight was. 888-957-9570 if you want to sneak in and give us a call before we hear from Steve Kerr and Bob Myers. Robin, always a pleasure in San Francisco, joins us right now. What's up, Robin? Hey, Koski, can you hear me? Because where I live is really crappy. So am I? I sure can. 
Okay, so I want to say uh, I just came from the bar, so I'm pretty ha- amped. It's uh, you know when you uh, the only woman uh, among men uh, talking, and, uh, and they really can't talk down to me because I always tell them I know my SHIT. So anyway, <laughs> I was I say that to say this: it was great. I really want to praise the organization and Steve Kerr. I don't know what the decision was tonight to you know bench. Uh, uh, some of our starters, but it was great to see uh, the opportunity for the development. Now, having said that, I'm talking to some Warrior fans. Uh, one thing about Warrior fans, so they kill me, uh, some, develop, some of them are delusional. Oh, when it comes playoff time, Kaminga's going to be a beast. Kosky, correct me if I'm wrong, come playoff time, that boy might not even be on the floor, okay? So, yeah. then the next thing I want to get off my chest is they come to Wiseman. What the hell are you talking about Wiseman for? How are you going to put Wiseman on the floor against a DeAndre Ayton, a Joel Embiid? I mean, come on, wake up, Warrior fans. It's great. I love the whole process. I'm going to leave you with this, if it makes sense, what my father told me. He used to tell me this all the time. He passed away in 2020. He said, when you do not, when a person lacks the ability to see anything other than what's in front of them, you'll usually only find what you're looking for and i see that a lot in sports fans in particular warrior fans okay i hope that all makes sense peace out sweetheart thank you robin uh r.i.p to your dad that makes a lot of sense and okay specifically (laughs) i think that's a fan thing not a warrior fan thing but specifically, Kaminga and Moody, it would be great if they're able to give you a few minutes here and there when it comes to down the stretch and in the playoffs. You know, maybe part of the regular rotation on like a 10 minutes a game basis, occasionally give you a good 15 or 20 if they're really feeling it. Um, that's best case scenario for those guys. More likely... You know, if you're counting the eight or nine man playoff rotation, it probably doesn't include those dudes. Probably not. I can imagine using them for an energy boost or a particular uh, matchup, though. So I do expect to see them somewhat counting on those guys or Wiseman at this point for significant playoff contributions probably is not a good thing at this stage. But I don't think you need to, provided everyone else is healthy. Let's go to Filmo Mike. What's up, Filmo? Yo, Robin has some great points. Uh, I like how, uh, and what's up, Koski? I like how Moody finally got a chance to, like, he been killing on the little squad, but he got the chance, he got a chance the last two nights to kill on the big squad. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think this is a great perspective win. See, I'm a real, see, me and Robin. We real Warrior fans. We we really know the real, real. So, like, I remember when the Warriors went to San Antonio was getting dusted for damn near 20 years. You feel me? So, like, for them to go out yes. there and not hardly have any of their star players and get a huge win, that's kudos to the whole organization. Also, it kind of makes up for another perspective point, the Indiana loss. 
We mm-hmm. went out. We we came out. Lost Indiana with none of you know with none of their players. We got to win in San Antonio. You feel me? With none of our players. So if you look at it perspective wise, seven game win streak without Draymond Hart soul of the team. As an organization, we're doing good. Anybody expects us something from Wiseman this year? It's like it's spent some from Trey Lance this past following season. <laughs> Y'all have a nice uh, <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Uh, you know, without getting into the Trey Lance thing, which we'll have plenty of time for tomorrow, I agree. I, I don't. I don't see a path towards Wiseman being a big factor this year. I hope I'm wrong. I very much hope I'm wrong. One last call before we hear from Steve Kerr. Mark in San Francisco calling in. What's happening, Mark? Oh, not much. You know, I'm really excited for Moses Moody. I was waiting for him to have a breakout game. He's he's going to be a heck of a player. Yeah, I like him a lot. And I think the three-point shooting ability he's shown, his length and He's not a pure, like, explosive athlete the way Kaminga is, but he moves really well defensively, and he just he gives great effort, as you saw on the key play at the end. Um, I, I, I'm i with you. I really like what I see. Basketball sense. He's smart. I, I heard him talk um, and, and he, before the draft, and I was so impressed with how he talked and expressed himself. You know, he said he compared himself to Rick Middleton, and boy, if we get anything like that, uh, that'd be great. But I really, I, I really like him a lot. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I really agree. Moses Moody is a guy I actually looked at a lot before the draft. You know, it's weird. The two guys I probably looked at as much as any were Kaminga and Moody. And because I looked at so much Kaminga, look, I watched the Ignite team as it went on during the year, so I saw. Jalen Green, and then some of the other guys as well. Um, certainly Dash and Knicks. I have a weird thing. I like Dash and Knicks. Anyway, that's a, that's a story for another time. But other than the Ignite guys, Moody might have been the college guy I, I watched the most tape of. And I talked about this leading up to the draft you know, at the time on Damon Ratto and Kolsky. And I really like everything about him. You know, and especially, I just think we have seen a sort of blueprint for guys like that becoming incredibly impactful players. The the guy whose name jumps in my head every time is Mikhail Bridges. And look, slightly different players, but in the same way, I think, can be significant factors by being great defenders and good three-point shooters. And I think you're already seeing that. On a good night, Moses Moody is that right now at 19. So, you know, give him a couple years and just wait. I, I think he's going to be a real, a significant part of this team's future. 408 says Moody coming on strong should be as legit as Kaminga. I wouldn't go that far. I, I, I have even higher expectations for Kaminga. 415 texter says, says uh, I think with this game, you got to give a shout out to the Warriors coaching staff. Moses Moody in his post game said he's been working with the coaching staff and this shows that the Steve Kerr system can work with different players. And that's pretty much what I want to see from this game. Yeah. 
that's a sensible way of looking at it, that, like, these guys fit. I don't think it should be a surprise that what Steve Kerr wants to do can work for everyone because that's the whole point of what Steve Kerr does. Everything he does is to achieve a sort of basketball zen that involves sharing and caring. That's that's the whole deal here. So um, I don't think anyone should be surprised that that is sort of what they're trying to fit guys into, and that should be able to work for anyone, especially guys who are willing to buy in. I mean, it's really... And I think that's something they've learned about themselves. It's really more about buy-in and what kind of person and player you are more aesthetically and like emotionally than it is about what type of game you have. You can fit most types of game into what the Warriors want to do. Speaking of what they want to do and just how, how great tonight was in general, let's get into some of this sound from the post-game pressers. Steve Kerr just talking about what a, what a great night it was. You know, what a game, what a win to dig ourselves out of that hole and to see all of our young guys competing the way they did, you know, our two rookies coming through in a big way, both two-way guys making huge impacts on the game, Chioza, Quindary, just a, an incredible team win. Obviously, everybody played well, Jordan, Damian, they both hit huge shots, you know, Juan and Loon, just a really, really fun win for the team our vets who didn't play are so excited in there and just a fantastic game and a fantastic win for us and i i think particularly when it comes down to the fourth quarter and and this team staying with it and battling through a big deficit you know it was about energy and effort and that's something that steve kerr talked about well, it's what you want and what you ask. You know, sometimes in this league, you know, you get a, a team that's tired and, you know, has played a lot of games. And when you put your young guys out there with a schedule like this and guys beating up, that's what you get. You get the energy and the effort and you just don't know if shots are going to go in. And I loved our effort. And, you know, the fact that we made 23s without Steph, Clay, Otto, you know, down the line, Andrew, Belly, pretty remarkable performance by our guys because the Spurs played a great, great game. I mean, they couldn't miss themselves. It was really a phenomenal NBA game. It really was. For a game without a lot of names that, you know, the casual fan would recognize on either side. I mean, Keldon Johnson was awesome. DeJounte Murray showed you why people think he is, you know, a, a serious talent to watch. Near triple-double did turn the ball over. So he also showed you what he needs to grow with. But overall, just both ways, a, a really well-played, fun-to-watch basketball team. Devin Vassell, who you may remember as someone the Warriors were rumored to be looking at last year, made an impact. Uh, in the draft, I mean, last year. In any event, just a tremendous win. And energy and effort, a huge part of that. And also, like I said before the game and after it, it, it gives you a chance to to see sort of a fuzzy snapshot of what the future might be. And Steve Kerr realizes that as well. That's the whole idea. We want this franchise to be special. We want it to be great for a long time. I know I want it. I want this team to succeed long after I'm 
on from coaching. And I think, you know, all of our veteran players feel the same way. We've, we feel like there's been a legacy that's been established here that we're all very proud of taking part in, in, and we want that to continue. So we have a lot of pride in bringing along our young guys. So tonight was a, a great high for us. There will be plenty of lows ahead. We all know that, and we just have to keep pushing forward. Just really good. Really good stuff. A, a great night for the team and for the organization, like a couple callers said. Like, to think that the, the, the Warriors who couldn't win in San Antonio, I think it was Mike, uh, Filmo Mike who said this, they couldn't win in San Antonio forever. And that lasted, like, into championship years. They couldn't win in San Antonio. Well after they became good, well after Steph Curry's career started, they just could not win in San Antonio. And to go in there and rest like their top eight and get the win with talented young players that present a, a really bright future, that's exciting stuff. Uh, one other thing from Steve Kerr, we're concerned about the health of GP2. We want GP2 to be okay. Steve, what happened to GP2? Gary hit his shin on a railing, I think he said, or maybe it was a chair. So he was in quite a bit of pain. Hopefully it's nothing too serious, but we won't know yet until he gets reevaluated. Okay, I think that's good news unless he, like, broke it. I can't, I, God, fingers, knock on wood. Hopefully he's fine. Bang it on a chair, ouch, ouch. That really hurts, but hopefully everything's fine. Let's hear from a couple of the young guys before we get to the Bob Myers interview. And, and this is really interesting stuff from Bob today. As I mentioned earlier, he talked about, you know, how they're probably going to stick with what they have and how, from a big man perspective, Kavon Looney is sort of uh, the last uh, the, the last line of defense, so to speak. That there's, there's no reserves coming in case. Interesting stuff. But first, Jonathan Kaminga, you know, playing with the young guys. There's got to be something exciting about that. What, what was it like? I feel like in Toronto, we didn't really. It was our first time playing with the group that we had. And this is our, I don't know, our third time, something like that. So we kind of knew, we know each other now. And we had to just come out here and finish the, game, uh, finish the job. So just playing hard from the beginning to the end. Yeah, I mean, look, he's not saying too much there, but it it's true. They're getting some familiarity as a young group, not only as reserves when the big names are playing, but as sort of a young group in their own right. And that's that's pretty cool. And he added to that that he feels like, he, you know, they're on to something. Just seeing the way we are, we are right now to the way we're going, we just feel like we're building something new and just growing as players and feel like it's going to be fun to watch. I agree, Jonathan. I agree. Something is building and it is going to be fun to watch. Now, as far as Moody, obviously these last two games, a big opportunity for him to get a ton of playing time to get the starts. I think he, acquitted himself really well in both in both games and afterwards you know a caller called in and said he's an impressive kid to hear talk and again 19 years old 
This is what Moses Moody had to say about the experience of getting the starts and, and getting some advice from his veterans. Their mentorship has been everything. Just having those guys that know how to win, that are continuously winning and are winning right now, talking to you every day in practice, in game, uh, just talking about being down 15, going into the fourth. Uh, what was that what was that huddle like? But just having Steph in there, having guys that I've seen do it multiple times this year in itself. So that's that confidence and let you know that it's possible that it can happen. He's, you know what he reminds me of, actually? Just the way he talks about basketball and breaks it down. I, he reminds me of a young Andre Iguodala. Am I crazy? I don't know. He sounds like a young Andre to me. And, and I think that's, that is in many ways the kind of player he could be exciting stuff as far as the way the team closed that was obviously very exciting and Moses Moody was proud of his guys and and the fight that they were able to show it was more just keeping our composure we know how to play basketball so doing that and just continuously fighting and not knowing the knowing the game's not over it's plenty of plenty of basketball to be played and it's time to turn it on it's winning time now obviously the two lottery picks this year, Kaminga and Moody, are guys that uh, are a core part of the future. And just in terms of getting them on the floor together and seeing what that combination looks like, I, it's been exciting for me watching it. What's it been for like for Moses Moody? Yeah, most definitely. That's my dog. He stepped up big coming down the stretch in, in the end of the game, finishing around the rim. It was a lot of no calls in there for him. He was fighting through it and not complaining. You can see his face. He all scratched up and stuff. But we just went to war, uh, battle scars. So uh, that's, that, that was great to be able to do that together. It was a lot of fun. They're building something. I just, I, I think it's really an exciting thing. And I just, it, you know, so many people came into this worried. So many people doubted the idea of having young guys on a team that was trying to win a title. And again, look, the jury's still out. And who knows how much of a role they'll play, if, if any, and if, if those roster spots will be missed in some way. I'm not saying no mistakes have been made, but you can't tell me it's not exciting to see a game like tonight where those guys that you gambled on basically because look that's what any nba draft is it's a gamble but those guys that you gambled on are showing signs that the gamble was worthwhile it's all you can really ask for here this early in the careers of of guys as young as i mean for god's sakes people wrote andrew wiggins off and we can argue about whether he deserves to start in an all-star game, but just the fact that he'd even be considered for that. And it took him seven, eight years to get here to a point where he was seen as a positive contributor. These kids are 19. One of them reclassified and, and really essentially should be a freshman in college right now. Kaminga should be a freshman in college now if he had gone through the normal high school process. But he reclassified a year older so he could go to the G League when he ought to have been a senior in high school. 
That's how young these kids are. And what they are already able to do is wildly encouraging. Even Jordan Poole is a relatively young guy. And speaking of Poole, he talked about the way Moses Moody played down the stretch. That was the play that won the game. That was the one that did it. That hustle play, that effort play, especially in such a crucial time, especially for a guy who's fresh in this league to know how important it is to make that play. So all credit to Moses. It was huge, and we were able to come up with a big shot, and we got big stops at the end. So being able to have not only the players, but the coaches trust having young guys out there, how we did tonight, and building that trust would be extremely helpful for us down the stretch. A great win and really fun to watch the potential for the future that the Warriors have built for themselves here. And the man who built an awful lot of that future, pretty much all of it at this point, is general manager Bob Myers, who, of course, joins the morning roast every other week for their executive show. He was on today, and we're going to replay that for you next because it's interesting. He says some really interesting stuff and always nice to hear from Bob. That is next. I'm Matt Kolsky. It's Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.